Hey, welcome back to another video. Today, I'm going to get into a very specific video, a specific set of instructions on how to get out of a rough patch in your life. So if you are going through, or if you know someone who's going through a rut, a period of stagnation, a period where they feel like they're stuck in a cycle, they don't know how to get out, a period where they've just completely run out of motivation, they just want to stay indoors, a period where they're really struggling to make any kind of positive change in their life, this period is th this video is for you. And as I said, if, if you know anyone who's going through that, if that's not you, please do send this video to whomever it may help. So what I'm going to do in this video is first, uh, I'm going to share a little story about myself and, and how, uh, like, you know, a, a relatable story of basically like how I've gone through stuff like this, because I definitely have many times. I can definitely tell you, by the way, that about 50% of the clients that come to me are coming to me because they're in a place like this and they want some help getting out of it. Uh, and so I say all that to say that I have not only gone through this stuff myself, but I have guided so many like like guys out of this place, like freaking over a hundred, I would say, that I basically know all the steps on, on what to do and how to do it. And that's what I'm gonna break down for you in this video. Now, the other thing I would say, and at a high level, let me just share the content. So I'm gonna share that story about myself, and then I'm gonna get into the actual steps on what you do. And at a high level, what those steps are, number one, uh, you got to release the excess baggage, right? So basically, if you are feeling like you're down and out, like you're struggling, you're, you're just in this low place and you don't know what to do, you're going to feel a lot of heaviness on you. And if you're feeling that heaviness, the, the first thing that's going to be, it's going to be too hard to take in all these other high concepts, right? So you first got to get like real primal with it. You know, it's like sometimes like, you know, Tony Robbins tells a beautiful story of how he was in a place like this and he just put the like this, this, um, you know, a Walkman, um, a Walkman on. It was like in the 80s or 90s, put a Walkman on and uh, it, it only could take one song at a time. So it was just one song on repeat and he just went for a run on the beach and just ran his just lungs out. You know, you want to do something cathartic cathartic right to just release just release everything release all the excess baggage um i will get into tech, uh, different techniques on how you can do that cathartic activity then the second thing is understanding why it's happened uh, a lot of guys a lot of people struggle to move on from this place because they have a thought of well what's the point of moving on because this is just going to happen to me again and therefore like I'm destined for failure or I'm destined for uh, I'm, I'm never going to make it. So therefore, what's the point of even trying? And as a result, they don't have the motivation to get out of a place like this. So, so the second part is it's helpful to understand why it's happened. Because when you can understand why it's happened, uh, then you can do protocols in the future to stop it from happening in the future. And therefore, it gives you hope and therefore it helps you move out of it. So that's the second part I'll get into. The third part uh, after that is understanding what to do with your focus. So a lot of the times when things are going wrong, we're focusing, we're focusing on the wrong things and that's perpetuating the problem. Usually when the car's about to hit, the car's about to slide off the road and hit a wall, we're not looking at the road, which is where we're trying to go, we're looking at the wall and that's a problem. 
because where focus goes, energy flows. And we need to put our eyes back on the prize. The fourth thing after that is the power of anchors. Um, it's not something I've spoke too much about on my podcast before, but I'm going to get into that, what I mean by that, uh, because anchors are so powerful in helping you be in a good place. Uh, and then the right actions, I'll talk about that. And then I'll talk about specific inner work things you can do, things like affirmations, which will help you anchor out. And with time, you really will get out of this place. So um, yeah, let's get into it, if that sounds good to you. So here's the first thing, like I can tell you, man, like in some of my hardest periods of life, one of them was um, going through COVID because, you know, we were in, I was basically in the first 12 months or first 24 months of my business at the time. I didn't know how to run a business. Uh, I, I was struggling plenty. I, I really, me and Anna, like we didn't have any money. We really, we, we were struggling so much. Uh, and one of my lowest points, you know, we didn't, struggled struggled to figure out how to pay pay the rent struggled to figure out how to pay groceries at my lowest point uh you know i remember just being in front of the ticket barrier at the train um patching together money from diff like 30 cents 20 cents like things from different accounts to put enough into one account to make it through the ticket barrier so i've had you know experiences like that uh and and they were you know i'm kind of glossing over it now but man it was like torture it was so hard and i was in this place and then with lockdown i wasn't sure what was the point of even going out of the house i didn't know where to go and so it was just like i felt like i was stuck at home i didn't know what i wanted to do like i didn't know what to do uh and i was just trying to just every day keep my head up keep a smile on my face and just keep trying with the little actions that i knew what to do but here's the things that really turned the ship around for me. So in terms of letting out the excess, uh, I'm, I, I'm normally good at that. So what I do with that is I just try to go for a run every morning or do some kind of exercise every morning. If you are going through a place like this, the biggest thing I would recommend for you, uh, look, if you can get out to the beach and just have a big yell, that helps <laughs> uh, if you can jump in the ocean like in the like th do things to get out of your head and change the state of your body so being in that freaking icy cold ocean when the wind's blowing it forces you to kind of laugh and just get out of your bubble a bit you know and jumping in there and just yelling uh, no one can really hear you, especially if you're doing it underwater. But even if not, like there's no one around and usually the waves are crashing. So no one can really hear you doing something to yell, going for a big, big run. Uh, and, and what I encourage my guys to do is exercise every morning. Just just 10 minutes in a waiting at the heart beating. So not so much weightlifting. What's better than that, I would say in the morning is uh, some kind of cardio activity, like high intensity interval training or just go for a freaking run, man just something to process that stuff so that's the first step because otherwise it's going to be too hard to receive the rest of this stuff process it sweat it out you'll feel better you will feel better it'll give you it'll make you feel like you did just something something con like that that progressed life in a small way because happiness really comes from progress by the way because you can achieve a bunch of stuff and it'll be dope it will be dope but then after a while, you're gonna feel like this again, where you feel like you're not doing enough with your life, which is a good thing. Progress, happiness comes from when you feel like you're progressing. You feel like things are uh, achieving or not, not just achieving, but 
you think you feel when you feel like the things that matter to you are having a positive impact on them through some kind of progression of you know impacts that are being made that's when you feel happy and feel fulfilled so you've got to find the things that are, are valuable to you and you want to progress on those things i'll get into that but just going for a run is going to feel like you move the needle somewhat so that's the first step the second step is understanding why this has happened so obviously I don't know your personal situation, but here's a high level one that I can offer you that might be resourceful. Usually, when we find ourselves in places of extreme struggle or extreme conflict, it's, it's the precursor to that period was a period where you thought you had it all together. Uh, and it, this is kind of called the pride before the fall. You may have heard of that term before. Another one is like a very simple version of this is like you kind of get too cocky when you're when you're being cocky and you think you've got it all going on together you and you're not really appreciating what things could take. You think you just got it. Uh, you're not really dotting the I's. You're not really crossing the T's. You're not really looking after like, for example, with me, I I just thought you could just I, I just thought I just thought the money situation was going to be OK. It was my first time getting away from having a steady paycheck, but I'm like, nah, I'm just gonna beast mode it. If I just beast mode it, I'm just gonna get all these clients, like just like what these courses said. Like, you know, you have all these like courses and salespeople and stuff who make it sound like it's so easy to get clients. Uh, and, uh, for, and for some businesses it is. But for me, dude, like, like I really struggled, especially in those first two years. And, um, and I just didn't appreciate that. And so in a way you can argue like that I was being cocky about what it was actually gonna take and I was just thought I was just gonna beast mode it and be a champion. And you know, whatever, I don't beat myself up about it. Like um, I've never had an experience like that before. And, and so all I did was use my other experiences of other things I've done in life where I was like, nah, I, I can figure it out. And I have figured it out in the end, but it took, but I didn't appreciate, I didn't appreciate like how hard it was going to be. I didn't appreciate what it was going to take to actually get clients. I didn't want to listen to it. I didn't want to listen to the naysayers, but some of the naysayers were good people that I know who were just trying to tell me what the risks were and I didn't want to listen to it. And so, so I got humbled. I got checked by the universe and I share that to say in your situation, like, do you think maybe you were being self-exaggerated? Were you being cocky? Were you being ignorant to something in the last six months that led to this six months? And what you might find is that that's indeed what has happened with you, where you were not like, you know, in sales, it's called the feast and the famine, right? <coughs> Usually what happens with salespeople is uh, first they got no business, then they do all this hustling, they do all this nurturing, they do all these like good behaviors basically. And then suddenly after a month or so, all the sales start coming in because of the good work they did the month before. But then when all the sales are coming in, they basically forget or they don't, have they don't make time to do the good behaviors which create, which lead to the good months. And so all in, there, in, that, um, in that month where they're getting all the sales, it's like they're feasting but they're not doing what they were supposed to do, which is nurturing the, the leads. And as a result, they have a famine the next month. And to get off that roller coaster, what I show the sales boys to do 
is bro like let's figure out what those constructive actions were and let, you got to have the discipline you got to work on the discipline to do that stuff consistently and then and then sales come and go and it doesn't matter like your win is just doing your 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 you know in the og um kind of like like man terms it's like a chop wood carry water it's what it's called chop wood carry water it's just basically like go just just bro go back down to the basics of what you got to do you know and my guess is in the last six months before this period uh, you were not chopping wood and chopping wood and carrying water you were being ignorant to something and as a result it's led to this period so how you can apply this for your future is is we gotta like when the time is right when you when you get yourself out of this then you can analyze cool what were the mistakes I was making back then what was that was what was that that I was not paying attention to what's the lessons that I can learn uh, and then when you project and, and plan for the six months after this, you can look for a way to integrate those lessons and you can look for you can look for a way to appreciate the goals and the situation you have and think about what's the, going to be the potential issues and try to plan ahead for it. And then you're going to find like you're playing at a new, more mature, advanced level uh, uh, of life where you're not just like kind of cockily going into things thinking you can beast mode only to have a crash later hope this is resonating so after you do the why bit you know and by the way uh, the thinking figuring out why is usually like where it helps to talk to friends or coaches or whomever uh, because it's sometimes hard to do that when you're by yourself I want you to remember this especially if you're in a really tough place remember this analogy okay uh, imagine that you are flying over a forest when you fly over a forest, would you agree with me? You could kind of see what's directly below you. You could see what's in the distance. You can see the mountains. You can see the lakes. You can see the whole territory. You can create some sick, sick, sick strategies when you're flying above the forest, right? You, could, you, you have the whole picture there, so you can create a mad plan and have a big vision of your future, right? Now, let's say you, instead of flying, you're walking through the forest. If you're walking through the forest, would you agree that you can kind of still see stuff in the forest, but you can't see what you saw when you were flying overhead? Like, you don't, if the forest is thick, you don't really know if there's a mountain there, there's a lake there, or whatever. Like, you don't know, because you're walking. That's your vantage point. That's your altitude. Your altitude at that point is, the, is your height, basically, is your altitude. Um, when you're flying you have a much higher altitude and because of that altitude you can see a much bigger picture and therefore project much further into the future but bro when you're down and out when you're down and out you don't have the altitude when you're down and out you are literally lying down with your face on the floor and all you can see in front of you is a blade of, blade of grass so don't be upset <laughs> if you can't project a positive image of a big happy future ahead when all you can see in front of you is a blade of glass a blade of grass the most important thing you can do dude when your face is just flat on the flat on the floor is recognize that hey man my face is flat on the floor i'm not going to stress about what i can and can't see in the future because all i can see is grass all i got to focus on right now is picking myself up I gotta pick myself up because 
until I pick myself up, I just literally do not have enough altitude to, to, to think productively about anything in the future. And often what happens is like your face flat down the grass and you're, you're in your head worrying, not, your, not you, just you, me as well, like until I learned this lesson, we're in our head just worrying, bro, oh, but what about this mountain and this thing? Oh, I'll never do all of that. Of course you won't, dude. You can only see the grass. Okay, so, so the most important thing you got to do, don't worry about the mountain. Don't worry about the lake. Don't worry about the eagles and the honeys. If there's honeys in this forest, uh, maybe, you know, Amazon, you know, Amazonian girls. Uh, <laughs> you just got to you just got to pick yourself up. That's what you got to do. You got to pick yourself up. Okay, so that that's it <laughs> so um uh, then you can worry about it but until then make the focus just picking yourself up so to recap the steps so far let out the excess baggage number two understand what probably caused it because then at least you can learn something um and and then you can grow from it right uh and then and then number three it's it's like you you've got to you've got to start to make use of your focus don't try to focus on the mountains because where focus goes, energy flows, right? So if you are trying to focus on a mountain and you're looking at a blade of grass and there's like no way I can get to that mountain, all it does is make you look into a blade of grass more and you're just like, man, screw that. There are aerial photos um, of crash sites. I mean, I myself had a car that was, um, you know, I was in my car about 11 years ago so it, it skid off the road and all I could see was this freaking tree trunk coming straight towards me. Um, and I can tell you in that moment, you are not looking at the road. You, you just can't help but look at this tree trunk and where focus goes, energy flows. So the next step of helping you get out of it is you've got to take control of your focus again because you can. You can, choose to con you can choose to focus on all the things that are going wrong and then you're going to find more things are going to go wrong. You're going to notice more of those things. Or you can choose to put your attention on where you're trying to get to. And where I'm telling you to try and get to is just to stand up. Just the small steps to help you stand up. Just worry about that. Right? Now, in terms of... Uh, I'll give you one more analogy, by the way. Like, with a race car driver, um, the way they train them is... You're, you're in the driving seat and then the trainer's in the passenger seat. The, tra uh, the trainer has access to another brake pedal which would just lock one wheel of the car. And basically when the driver is, when you are going around the racetrack and you're approaching a corner, the trainer will literally like, like slam that other brake pedal and the, your car will spin out of control. And when you're spinning out of control, you will look at the wall that's coming at you at 100 k's an hour. And in that moment, the trainer will literally reach over, grab your helmet, and force you to look at the road. And because you are being forced to look at the road, your hands make the tiny millimeter, you know, the, the little changes on the millimeter, like probably two millimeters of change, to get you back onto the road, as opposed to hitting the wall. So, that, and that's, that's how it works. So where focus goes, energy flows. So you've got to, you've got to you got to start to like once you understood once you once you let out the excess baggage once you understood why it happened then it's time to focus on making some small progress to get out of it if you choose to not do this step after you've done the other two 
that's when you know you're just in victim mode. That's when you know you're pointing the finger outside and going, man, well, I'm screwed because of COVID. I'm screwed because, because of this. I'm screwed because we don't have money. I'm screwed because my wife is like this way. I'm screwed because my parents are like this way. And you're pointing the finger. Every time you point the finger at someone else, your power goes out that finger, right? You have to point the finger at you and go, well, there's a whole bunch of things outside of my control. That's true. Like, okay, in, the, in my bank account, that's true. That's how much money I got. Um, it's true. My parents are like this. My wife's like this. My blah, 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 blah. But you've got to look within your own circle of influence. You know, Stephen Covey, the way he explains it, you have circle of concern, which is all the stuff that you're worried about. And then you have your circle of influence, which is like the stuff that you can actually make a change on. And one of the things that you can actually influence is your focus. And my urge to you is, and by the way, if you focus, whatever you focus on is what's going to grow. So if you focus on your circle of concerns, your concerns grow. But if you focus on your circle of influence, then your influence is going to grow. So you got to, you got to, but and that's a choice. It's a choice not to be a victim and keep pointing the finger outside of you. And it's a choice to put the finger inside and go, you know what? Yeah, it's not fair. Yeah, this guy did me wrong. Yeah, all of this happened. And, and you know what? Maybe you're, maybe you're right. Maybe they did do you wrong. Maybe all this shit did really happen to you. But we can either stay crying about it or we can look inward and go, well, what can I do to make my life better? Because at the end of the day, those people are gone. It's just me here and it's me having to go to sleep every night and live with myself. So am I going to keep blaming them, hoping that somehow they're going to feel guilty enough to make a change in my life? Or am I going to just put myself in a good place? And then when I'm in a good place, yeah, great. Go back and make them pay for it. No, like for all I care, do that. But my concern is, bro, just you get in a good place first. And you can only do that when you stop pointing the finger outside of you and you've got to put it on you. And you're gonna go. You got to go. Cool. What can I do to change the stitch? Okay. So after that, uh, and you you re you start to take control of your focus. Here's the biggest one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give you, and I'm a big fan of this. Use anchors. Use anchors. So what do I mean by anchors? Anchors are things. Uh, it can be people. It can be uh, places. It can be foods. Anything that helps you connected to a certain level of um you know i was gonna say vibration like a certain like a certain level it keeps you connected to a certain level so you don't sink too low because when i especially during that time in covid you know i didn't have it i felt like i didn't have anywhere to go um and i felt like i was just stuck at home um and i didn't have the money to pay for an office and this and that and whatever and i was just in this downward spiral and i had no i was in my pajamas i had no one really to talk to uh, and so it's very easy to sink into a downward spiral when you're like that and uh, if that's and what really helped me get out of that man like you know it's, it's still like you know pulls my heartstrings now is um you know Anna started to I think she borrowed some money and she was very smart to do this I think she borrowed some money and she started to go to this office uh, co-working space which is kind of down the road from us and um it turns out this co-working space has a, uh, a big, a, quite a big cafe on the level below it. It's quite a big co-working space uh, and it has a pretty big cafe. 
Um, and the cool thing about that cafe is number one, it was walking distance. And number two, uh, like it was okay to be working there on your laptop because it's kind of like a cafe that only exists because of the co-working space. So it, it, they didn't get upset at you for being there with your laptop. So I started to get dressed every day and, and make my way over the, the walk to go to that co-working space. And the cool thing is when you become a regular, uh, you know, and all I bought was like a coffee, right? It was like three or four dollars. And when you become a regular, then like the baristas and everyone knows you and they're like, hey, Dim, how are you today? And you start to talk and blah, blah. Uh, what I noticed was no matter how depressed I was, I started to realize, well, every, <coughs> every day I need to prop myself up enough to still be able to talk to the boys, the baristas. And I knew that because I had to maintain a certain level of standard to be able to still talk to the boys, uh, it stopped me from falling down too far because I had to like perk myself up. So it kind of anchored me. And that beautiful workspace, man, like I'm so grateful for it to this day because like that workspace and none of that, no one ever really knew what was going on. Um, but that workspace gave me a place that it was conducive to some positive changes starting to be made in my life. So workspaces, cafes, uh, gym, things that you can go regularly where you're kind of forced to talk to people, even if it's just the receptionist. It, it, it helps you not sink so low and helps you kind of get back. Uh, that's the, and, and then from there, and you got your anchor in, then you can focus on like small little incremental goals focus on this confidence through competence what i mean by that is you're going to get confident when you just do the little the small things that you said you were going to do like going for a run like you know what we you know what's going to be a, a new win for you dude did i go for a run this morning cool did i get dressed and go to the cafe this morning uh and when I get to the cafe, I just ask, okay, what's the top three things that would make today great? What's the top three things that if I do them, it's going to help? Like I'll feel, uh, I'm going to allow myself to like feel like I progressed because I did these top three things. So remember that question. What would make today great? And look for three things. And all I did was just focus on like these small little activities and I felt better about myself. I felt like I was progressing finally. And I felt like I, yeah, like I, I was, I was bolstering myself up. And as I do this, I, um, I really have this saving grace come along, which really helped bolster this, which was my friends. They knew how much of a hard time I was going through and Anna especially stepped in and helped. And she got all my friends to pitch in together to pay for an office space, a co-working space for me uh, for a year. They pitched together $3,000. And you know what's so funny? That co-working space that I go to to this day, like number one, it's only $300 a month, number one. So it was actually way more affordable than I thought. Like I never, like I never really tried. Like I was in that hard place. I never really tried. And get this, it was legally open during COVID, during lockdown. 
So all this time that I was at home during that hard time, blah, 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 that co-working space was open and it was 300 bucks a month. And I just like, I just assumed, I just assumed because I was in such a hard place. I just assumed it would be closed. And God bless them. They put together that three grand. They said, Dim, this is for you. Put this towards your co-working space. And now, now you know you've got it for the next 10 months or the next year. So you don't have to worry about that. Go there every day and, and you can work. And it was such a beautiful gesture. And here's the last thing, last thing I'll say to you. Once you, because I can tell you, once you start to get to this step, you're going to be pretty. You're going to be much better. And the last thing I'll say to you is say, uh, say affirmations. So write down some affirmations. If you struggle with affirmations, I definitely know that I have another video on it. Um, I believe the video is called the best technique, the best technique I will ever teach you. Uh, I'll put a link to it below if I remember. Uh, but doing affirmations. So I remember like when I was going through like another hard time. Um, I started to kind of doubt myself and feel like I didn't have a purpose and things like that. And I created this affirmation, which is like, I love myself, I respect myself, I trust myself. I know that I am here to do a, to make a really wonderful impact in this world. And I, and my purpose is to uplift the lives of many other people. And I basically like wrote down what I believed, what my purpose was. And I kept saying to myself, like, and I had it in this affirmation, and it was just like, I love myself, I trust myself, I respect myself. Uh, uh, I know my purpose is to uplift, you know, many people. I can't remember the affirmation now. It was like years ago, uh, but I used to say that to myself like every day. And it, and you know, after like a month of saying that, you start to really believe. It starts to really sink in. So having affirmations like this, like another one that that I use is um you know consistent like here's here's one of my affirmations consistency is key and i'm proud of my consistency as i show up every day to do my affirmation i know that by doing my affirmations every day my body tingles with them and so does the world and uh, like that's one of my first affirmations that i said another one is um money flows to me daily and i'm grateful my bank balance continues to grow every day money flows to me daily and i'm grateful for all that i receive uh I love my money, I take care of my money, I respect my money, uh, I look after my money, and therefore it grows for me like a field grows under the sun. Uh, I love money and money loves me. Like that was one of my affirmations, right? And and like, you know, four wonderful clients, four wonderful clients make their way to me consistently every single month. Uh, and, and like, yeah, I, I could go on. But I say that to say that I had to start to take control of the self-talk that was in my head and affirmations is a way to do it. And so I really hope like, and, and so you, so, you know, for example, a, a, a kind of sample routine for you could be every morning, go for a run or, or, or cycle or skip, do something to just get the heartbeat going. After you do that, uh, you know, get showered and, and get to, uh, your your office or to some place to start the day well and when you're there you can sit down and you can do your affirmations and then you can ask what would make today great and write those three things and just do those three things if you focus on that you're going to start to feel better over the weeks you're going to start to feel like you're progressing and then in time it's like you're going to be stepping up off the off having your head in the grass and you're going to be standing up and you're going to be able to see more of the territory. And as you see more of the territory and you get more altitude, in time you will be flying again. 
So thank you for joining me on today's video. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you know anyone who's going through a hard time, um, please do send this video to them. And I just want you to know if, you know if that's you or if you feel like you've got value from this, I know for sure the retreat that I run in Sydney is absolutely world-class. I have seen so many guys make ten to twenty thousand dollars minimum in pay rises in in the 12 months that like, i've seen guys make a hundred thousand dollar pay rises in the 12 months after our retreat i have seen uh, new relationships being formed uh you know people finding their dream girl uh, i've just but most of all i've just seen see a lot of happiness and a lot of progress and I, in, i've seen some incredible turnarounds so i really encourage you if you're going through a place where you feel a bit stuck uh do uh, use the links below to message me now uh, and I will first direct you to a quiz. Uh, there's a quiz where you can kind of diagnose yourself and kind of see where you're at and where you can make the most gains. Like I'll put a link to that below uh, and through that you can get a link into my calendar to chat to me for 15 minutes and that's just for us to get to know each other uh, and see if you know, you know we kind of vibe. And then from there if that if we do vibe and it looks like you know I, I could help you then we progress to an assessment and the assessment is free it's done over zoom and that's where i i will get to know you at a deep level get to know exactly where you're at get to know uh what the levers are that's going to help you make the most results and then through that i can from about five programs i have i can say look based on the assessment this is the program that i think that will help you the most so that's our process it's uh certainly not uh, a hard sales process at all uh there's at least three out of 10 people that I will talk to that I will listen to them and I'll, I'll assess them and I'll say, dude, I've assessed you and we've been diligent and I can tell you based on what I've heard, uh, you're not the right fit for this program. And if that's the case, I do my best to push them onwards. But I'm, yeah, we don't do hard selling at our organization. We just help the guys that we know that we can help and that we know that we're gonna see them crush it and that we know that are gonna end up making good testimonials. So if you haven't already followed me on Instagram, my name uh, is Dim Happer. You can find me on Instagram. I'll put the link below. Thanks for joining me. I'll see you in the next video.